Welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 36. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. I didn't say hi. Hello, everyone. I'm, oh, I'm proud of you. Okay. Thanks. You would have said I messed up the intro. That's valid. So anyhow, um, we, we're in the process of moving our office. Um, and turns out we didn't have a long enough Ethernet cable. So we are podcasting in not an ideal way, but we're making it work. Sean and I are very close to each other right now. Yep. I'll put a a picture on our Instagram so people can see how awesome it is. Um, So if you're wondering, you now have to check our Instagram. Um, Anyhow, we have zero agenda today, I think. Right, Sam? I got nothing for you. Okay, so this is the weekend. What is happening this weekend, Sean? Well, remember when I was being stupid and talking about an ultra marathon? Oh, I remember. So that didn't quite happen. Mostly because I'm very out of shape. And I think if I were to do that, I would have had to just wing it on my first try. Like not even warm up for it? Or what do you mean? Right, because I like mentally thought I could do it. Mm-hmm. And so I think I would have just had to try it like right then and there to do it. Mm. Now after running, like in my first try eight miles, and now knowing like that one, that wasn't bad. But now knowing how fucked up I get, like every time I run long distance, I know I should, like have to train for it. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I will be running a half marathon. At the whistle stop in Ashland. How are you feeling about it? Well, I've been running two to three miles twice a week for about four weeks. Three weeks? That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, it was my last three-mile yog. How long ago was that? Saturday? Sunday. It was Sunday. Mm-hmm. I haven't ran since then, mostly because I'm lazy. Um, but it was my last three-mile yog I took. It was Sunday, and I was running. And, like, my knees and shins hurt during the run, but they didn't when I stopped, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But as I was running, I was like, you know what? It's just going to suck. Like, it's, like I'm, it's just going to not be fun. Mm-hmm. And so at that moment, I accepted that I'm not going to have a good time. And then I had a good run the rest of the run. I just felt good. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. So now I know, like, I, I, I'm i in good moods about it. I just know I'm not going to have a good time. Um, But I'm still going to do it. I'm going to be so proud of you when you are done, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing it with uh, Corey and Sarah. And they're probably going to whoop all right, let me rephrase. They are going to whoop my ass. Yeah, there's no probably. In yeah, there's no probably. They are going to. Um, and I'm just really going to try keeping up with them. Yeah. I think if you have like some like healthy competition, you'll do better. I, I'm, I'm picturing mile five. I will start wheezing. And then I'll just be just trying to, trying to keep it together. Mile six. I'll be, my, my calves will just lock up, but I'll just keep going until I die. See, there's a reason that I couldn't have done this too, because who would have driven us home? Right. I, I'm fully expecting not to be able to walk after this. The normal person can do it just fine. Me, I just get so fucked up. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. It'll be fun. Learning experiences. You bet. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And then, uh, and then I, I'm going to have to still do a marathon, an ultra marathon at some point in my life. Um, so might as well just do those next year, get those out of the way. Yeah, hundred percent. So that get that done with. Ooh, just think by next year you'll have some good health insurance. There we go. Mm-hmm. Go right to the hospital afterwards. hundred percent. So but I think it'll be alright. We'll try it out. I, I do believe Corey and Sarah will uh will keep me going. Um and I'm I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So that that's what this weekend we got cooking. Um Matt is going to make us some good food and let us sleep in his home. And that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And the doggos will play. Doggos will play. 
Oh, and uh, um, then then get to uh, probably Saturday. Um, I'll probably have to like use a wheelchair, but um, then I get to go see the hunting stand Matt set up for me. Matt sent set up a hunting stand for you. Yeah, I asked him if he was hunting this year, and he's like, I hunt every year, and I'm like, cool. And he's like, are you? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, want me to find you a stand? And I'm like, yep. And so he did. Damn. Yeah. How nice of him. Yeah, really nice. But he said now my cheap ass needs to buy a blind and put it out there because they're like 90 bucks. And I was like, fine, I guess. Rough life you got there. Breaking the bank. We'll do it. Um, so, yeah, that'll be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's see. What else we got? Um, I'm really excited for everyone to see our podcasting background. Yeah, so we, well, because the podcast is going to soon have a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, how soon do you think? I want to test it out next week if possible. Okay. Um, but we probably won't post it. But we'll probably just do a test one for us to see how it looks. Mm, what if it looks good? Then maybe we'll post it. Cool. Uh, so hopefully in two weeks. I would hope by the end of the month we'll have oh. YouTube videos up and running. YouTube with... The podcast. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I think so. And people can watch us. Mm-hmm. Then so. we won't do like any um, editing. Correct. Unless it's, unless it's absolutely like just something horrid happens. Um, so you guys will get to, get to see. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. It's, oh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam's got a lot of Legos going up here. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into this. Let's get into this show. Let's talk a little bit about what we came here to talk about. <laughs> All right, we didn't even find anything. Okay, Sam. This you week, already told them that. This week, we had Mastermind, right? Was that this week? Mm-hmm. Monday. Ooh. EOS. Yep. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna roll into to our life a little bit and and what we're thinking. So there's this book called Traction, and who wrote it? Gina Wickman. Mm-hmm. Gina Wickman wrote the book. He also has a, a slew of other books related to the book Traction. It is an operating system to run your business with. And I used it previously uh, with, a, with a different company I worked for. We used it. So I read the book, thought it was pretty cool. I've never implemented it with my business, but I'd always kind of just thrown a little tidbits here and there, which... Now rereading the book, you can only have one operating system, so I should have just started implementing this right away and not been dumb about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sam, how would you like it? I haven't read the book, but the meeting was really cool. Um, or the presentation. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. And a lot of it, I, I definitely, like your business definitely needs it, 100% needs it i think it would help a lot yep um i try to think how my workplace would like could use it uh-huh. and i i struggled a lot more with that but i think it's the same as like it, it's a like we're having the same issue kind of that you guys are is that like there's visionaries yep. and then like management yep like it, i think that in middle step what was it the integrator integrator I just think that gets lost in a lot of businesses. I think so. And I think that would be, so that's where it would come huge in the role with our company. And then I think your company too, Mm -hmm. because if you have the owners who are more the visionary type, um, I think Ryan would be a very big visionary. He comes up with 7,000 ideas Mm -hmm. um, and is very good at finding a lot of things to address. Um, Then if I could focus, this this is key, if I could focus, then I think I could be a pretty good integrator. Mm -hmm. My problem is the focusing part right because i just it's just i just need to i need to learn how to focus Mm. and so if i can focus i think that would be a good role for me um and i think ryan's good role would be visionary 
um, and then management team for operations and stuff like that. He does, in the book, does it talk about like business owning par- partnerships often or not really? Um, like a, like a partnership? Well, because like you and Ryan are partners. So do one of you have the visionary and one of you have the integrator? Um, it doesn't. Ness, it doesn't talk directly about that in the book. At least I don't remember it talking directly about that in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, what it does talk about is just your management team in general. So whoever fits that role the best, mm-hmm. right? So whatever seat, so whatever seat they, it's the the right person and the right seat. You mm-hmm. need them both. Right. Um, so if we look at it, Ryan and I, I think Ryan fits the visionary seat a lot better than I do. Um, and I would fit the integrator seat better um, as long as I can stay focused. Right. So um, that is where that comes into play. But you need, there's five different, five different tasks that need to be completed by a, a leadership team. So then we would have to fill that in with Cody, Macy, and then maybe some managers or something. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like, your business is getting better at how all the, like, the departments, I mean, they're not really departments, but, like, how your employees are uh, organized throughout the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it definitely still needs some work of, like, who's responsible for what, yeah, so each that that's one thing we we talked. I think we talked about that, right? Yeah, we talked about that the morning before we did that EOS thing, and I said, "What we need is we just need like a daddy. There just needs to be like one daddy for all the managers, which would be Cody, right? And so it it has a, a better. What it just comes down to is getting those roles laid out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then that's everybody's roles, and that's where that's where um, I know our company lacks is we all like I help Ryan out in visionary side, and um, I help out with like um, with like well HR stuff some of that yep, and then I help out like um, Nate in the office doing some stuff putting together uh, like uh, programs and stuff, and then Cody help. Uh, Ryan helps Cody out in some of his tasks and stuff. And um, and so I think it's just, it's really muddy. And it's not it's not bad to help people out. I just think if it's set up clearer, mm-hmm. it makes it, it makes it clearer, right? Yeah. Um, but they, like part of it though is um, when you go through these things, you you assign tasks or you assign the job to everyone right so like every, everybody gets assigned stuff right and so when you're going through if if Cody's operations everything operations is going to get um, given to Cody unless his plate is full for that week and we go oh Ryan you're gonna be in charge of this part of operations for this week because Cody's filled up or maybe he's got better expertise at it or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and so then he would get assigned that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, so there's multiple tiers of, of the EOS. So you got like your vision, um, you put together a whole board, uh, your vision board. Um, but the vision board actually is the eight step process of your day to day. So you have a you have a eight eight question vision board, uh, VTO, vision traction organizer vision. Something, um. So you you have that eight questions, and that is how you run the company. Then, mm-hmm. um, and so you everybody gets put in the right seats. So you get the right people in the right seats, and then you have a clear vision with how you're going to operate day to day. And then you give give the task to the to the people as as or the people take the tasks as as they come up. Yeah. So at your at your weekly meetings. I guess like the only thing that confuses me then is it kind of sounds like Cody should be your integrator. 
Um, it definitely could be. But then who runs operations? The company. You have to have one person in charge of all operations. I guess I really need to look at that flowchart that we got mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd be good to look at that. Mm -hmm. um, cause, cause so. Cause like, yeah. this is why I say that though, is because like you and Ryan have like worked hard, so you two don't have to do anything, mm -hmm. or like have to do minimal work. Mm -hmm. So it would be counterproductive to me if you became an integrator because now you're managing all these people again. No, I wouldn't. I would only have to manage Cody. Or I, I well, okay. So I'd have to manage the management team, right? Which would be. Hey, Ryan came up with these ideas, or these these are the things Ryan's thinking. This is what I need you guys to do to implement them. Because it's still, the implementer really just needs to, like, so I would need to, in our meeting, from what I get from it, right, this this is most likely going to change if once we dig deeper into this, or, or if we meet with uh, the gentleman, John, who, who taught the, who gave the presentation. But... I think it could be Ryan comes up with ideas during the week. Mm -hmm. I talk with them uh, with him on how those could be viable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then at our meeting, we go through our weekly meeting and we go through what got accomplished, what didn't get accomplished, and then what things are our next like issues, right? Mm -hmm. Our next things we need to work on, which would, could be then those things that Ryan g gave me that week, right? Right. So then in our meeting, I'd be like, all right, guys. This is how we're going to implement them. I've already thought about it, right? So this is how we're going to implement them. And then the operations, finance, um, and HR take it from there. Because then you don't have... Because otherwise, it would just be Ryan and I going to them with stuff. And then going like, okay, Cody, figure out how to implement this. And then operate. Where if we went in that cycle then i could be like this is how it would be implemented or how i think it would be implemented so then, then do you see kind of like cody and macy and probably uh dahlia mm -hmm. like not at the same level but like on the flow chart like because it was Visionary integrator, and then the integrator goes to the three things. It has that flowchart. I don't believe has anything. To, it ha, it actually has nothing to do with your role in the company, or like where where you stand. It's just your position on the team. Right. So, but so would they be the three positions? Something like that. Well, we okay. would we would need a finance position, so we'd have to figure that out. Oh yeah, um, finance and sales and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dahlia kind of works. Um, Dahlia just kind of helps out and. and multiple realms operations hr mm -hmm. and and so um but it would be like if if my skill set was uh if my skill set was operations mm -hmm. then i would take the operations role and so it would put me underneath the integrator and the visionary, visionary yeah. even if i'm the owner of the company mm -hmm. Right, and so even like the the flow chart they have, the visionary Ryan would put me, Ryan would be put above me in the flow chart, but we're fifty fifty owners. So, it I don't think it has anything to do with like where you're at in relation of like people being on same playing fields. Mm -hmm. It's just the flow of like we need a visionary to come up with the ideas. Then we need the implementer integrator, or sorry, we need the integrator. We need the integrator to explain it to the operations finance and hr and then they mm -hmm. put it into action yeah yeah interesting we're just digging deep into sean's business now it's kind of fun it is actually kind of, kind of fun. i was just um we were talking today about my business my the company i work for mm -hmm. um one of the things that we we have no process for is like when issues or complaints come up mm-hmm there's no communication like if let's say a product has multiple complaints on it no one goes to that department to tell them that their product has been having complaints and that it should be looked at mm -hmm. no one does that so 
departments haven't known that they've been making mistakes because no one brings it up. That sounds very foolish. Correct. So today, Kayla and I, who it's not our jobs, like our jobs is shipping stuff out, and we're the last ones to see the product before it leaves. So today we saw a product that was not up to par, and we had to be the ones to bring it up to the department that it was about. And it felt just weird because I was just like, this, like, it, when we found out that there's been other like complaints about the like similar products in the same realm mm. or for the same reasoning um and yeah i don't i'm gonna bring it up tomorrow to um some of the other managers about how we can like start a process so management can know if there's like something wrong like with their department mm-hmm and it's not like us telling people how to do their jobs. It's just informing them like, oh, like there is this issue. Like, can you fix this issue? Because then it's not going to be a year, two years down the road. No one has heard that they have any issues. But the entire time there's been people complaining about it. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, right, like those managers might not even know that there is something wrong um, because they might not. Like, somebody could have, like, messed up, maybe interpreted something weird mm-hmm. on training, or someone hadn't done something in a while, so they kind of forgot, um, and maybe management hasn't checked in and done, a, like, a... Quality control. A quality control mm-hmm. in a while, and now they know, oh, hey, I have to recheck with that. We get that. That's one thing I think we do great in the group homes, is, like, if that, if, if any of that comes up from, like, a manager changing shift or, like, a staff changing shift... We usually get notified and then we do retrains mm-hmm. or we do like sit downs with people. And I would say that shit happens probably on a, on a monthly basis. There's some level of like quality control being done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like I never realized that it didn't that never happened until today mm-hmm. when because like we did bring it up to that department and like they kind of seemed surprised. Mm. But then like we started thinking about it and I was like, I don't think anyone's ever told them that like if there has been issues in the past right which like is just so foolish to me because so many people like nowadays are so afraid to bring up um like problems or issues Mm -hmm. and it's like they never like i mean yes usually they are like something bad but you don't need to take it in a bad way like criticism is good like it is helping you out in the future like it's making you a better person or doing your job better in the future Mm -hmm. so just Take it with a positive mind and be like, okay, like, I appreciate it. Like, that person actually told me, like, oh, I should do this and then, like, I'll be doing a better job. Like, take pride in that, like, I mean, that there is room for improvement, really. Right. Yeah. Ed Milet talks about that a lot. Um, like, he, he will ask for feedback from, like, friends or, or coaches or like mentors and stuff um and he'll ask for feedback because he truthfully wants to know like is there room for improvement and and he even said like as he came up in the business world and through sports and stuff he actually if somebody because because he used to play uh in college baseball and so when he played baseball like that was part of it like if you were doing something wrong your coaches told you and then you could like improve and fix it and get better. And so he just took the same mentality into business. And so anytime somebody told him like, hey, Ed, this is like, this is wrong or, or you could get better by doing this. He just took it and was like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And he would just like change it so he could be better. And obviously, if you look at Ed Milet's, um life, uh, he's done quite well with taking criticism yeah. and, and, and getting to the place that he's at. And he's done a, a phenomenal job at growing. And also, I mean, you have to think about like every professional athlete. You can't tell me at, like every athlete or even one single athlete was has always been perfect. Mm-mm. Like I'm sure they've been told hundreds of times of like, oh, if you do this, like you'll get... Point two seconds faster or something like mm-hmm. and especially with how like bodies 
I mean, bodies change and grow, like, as time goes on. So, like, sometimes you do have to adapt because now you're older than what you used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's good to take criticism and, and change. Very good. It's a positive thing. And it seems like now it's becoming more of a negative thing to be, like, told you need to change or, like, you're not doing your job well. But, like, as long as the person coming to you is, like, saying it in a positive way... To help you. Right, to grow. help you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's, like... It's really good for people, too, right? Like, if you could go through... You could go through life thinking or go through your career, whatever, thinking that, like, you got... Like, you're doing it right. You got it made. You're doing things great. Um, but you could be doing it wrong the whole time and maybe your manager, supervisor, or something's too afraid to say something to you when all it could be is, like, oh, hey, like... Um, we've had some complaints about this or let's try this or, or we've noticed you do stuff this way. We've, we've done it this way and it's worked really well. Um, and just in a positive way to, to make you a better person, to Mm -hmm. make you better at your job. And, um, and I think, yeah, definitely got to happen more. Mm -hmm. Make it, it, it like in, in all, it'll make the the workforce so much better it'll make people so much better and and it'll make the world a better place sean what are you gonna do when we have video going on and you're just cleaning your watch in your hands people are just gonna have to live with it sam i i just gotta it makes me think you just have to like fiddle with just things gotta do something we're just gonna get sean just some kind of your, we'll get your fidget spinner back. That thing will be so loud. <laughs> yeah. I think the Batman one's in the top drawer. I need to just... I'll just get my, my watch clean and stuff. I'll just clean my watch while I'm chilling here. Next, you're going to clean your gun while you're just chilling here. There we go. Dual purpose. It's just if you just like talking and doing like something that's so mind-numbing and takes zero skill... Then you just like do it. I don't know. Just gives you a hand something to fiddle on. Maybe that's why you can't focus. Huh. I never thought of that. I blame the focus thing on. Should we look it up? Let's do what we do um, for blocks. Yeah. I want to think the focusing thing. I probably didn't put enough time in as a child to to hone my skill of focusing and so now as an adult i just go oh i suck at focusing so i'm not really gonna try um but there are things that really get my attention and help me focus oh so maybe i just need to teach myself how to care or to really like buy into that topic Okay, Sean. Focus. I don't know, but I like this stuff, so that doesn't make any sense. So, do we want to try healthline.com? And their article starts with Need help staying focused? Try these 10 tips. Sure, let's hear it. Or we have verywellmind.com, and they say seven useful tips for improving your mental focus. Seven use. Well, what was the other one? Uh, Need help staying focused? Try these 10 tips. Uh, I like the seven tips more. I think you're going to be wrong, but that's okay. Okay, let's take the 10 then. We'll go with the 10. <laughs> Want to guess what number one is? Uh, get rid of your smartphone. Close. Get rid of distractions. Yeah, same thing. Um, I mean, oh, start with the simple things like moving to a quiet area. Turning off notifications on your phone. I've done that. Closing the door to your office. Too bad Ryan Gray's in your office. No offense, Ryan. Well, no, he usually, we usually close the door when they're in, we're in there. I'm saying Ryan is your distraction. <laughs> Facts. Telling those around you not to distract you for a period of time. Yep. There you go, Ryan. There we go. This is all part one, by the way. Oh, jeez. Closing out of programs or apps that aren't essential on your computer. Usually don't do that. Ooh, number two, coffee in small doses. Go F yourself, coffee. I love you, and I'm going to drink as much as I want. 
If you drink too much, you may end up feeling anxious or nervous, which generally reduces your ability to stay focused. Been there. Been there. <laughs> I was going to say, what did you just say? Um, number three, practice the... Pomera- pom- pom- <laughs> pomodoro. Pom- pomodoro. Pomodoro? I don't know. Pomodoro. Anyways. Practice the Pomodoro technique. Um, it's a timing method that helps train your brain to stay on task for short periods of time. Dude. Oh. That's what they recommend in Limitless. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening to a book about how to learn and stay focused. Hey, that's funny. And, um, I started implementing it. And what it is, is you only do things in 25 minute blocks. Mm -hmm. You set timers, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then at least for what he says, whatever you're doing, Take diligent notes, not on the computer, by hand. Take notes, whatever, and pay attention to whatever you're doing. So what that says. Um, so 20, we'll work for 25 minutes, yeah. and then you take a five-minute break. Yeah. And then you do it again. And once you've done it for four rounds, you can take a longer break, 20 to 30 minutes. Dude, that right there is, um, uh, yeah, I've seen that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Ooh. Number four. Put a lock on your social media. Never. Just kidding. But I, I really should. Mm -hmm. I need app detox. Yeah, we need Bad. to bring that back. Bad. Number five, fuel your body. What's it, it say? Was it worse when you were um, fasting? To stay focused? Yeah. I'm not sure. Why? Um, well, let me read quick. Try to balance lean protein, complex carbohydrates, and healthy fats to stay fueled. Snack on fresh fruit, veggies, nuts, or seeds if you get hungry between meals. Hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of, I mean, that's, that's very similar to a donut, right? Nope. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, oh, make sure you don't delay or skip meals. Tell me not to fast. For focus, no. Uh, number six, you're good at. Get enough sleep. I, I rock that boat. Mm -hmm. Solid eight every night. Boom. We only need seven. Yeah, but I get eight. Gotta have eight. Mm -hmm. Avoid caffeinated beverages after lunchtime. Nope. Every day. <clears throat> let me rephrase this. Once in a blue moon, I will have a monster after lunch. That blue moon happens to be every day. Yep. Um, oh, they also say switch off all electronics an hour before bedtime. We've been doing that lately. We except that, for yep. last night. Oh, yeah. Oh, keep your bedroom cool and quiet. The ideal temperature is between 60 and 67 degrees. Yeah, that don't happen. Fucking Mimi and I got that B up to 7.5 at night. Guaranteed. Set a smart goal. Specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, trackable, right? Uh, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, timely. Wow, I was so far off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, so that helps you obviously focus on it more. Specific, what exactly needs to be done? Measurable, how will you track your progress? Achievable, is it realistic? Can it be done by the deadline? Relevant, how does it fit with your overall plan or bigger goal? Timely, when does it need to be done? That would make you focus, I think. I think so, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. When you take a large, complex project and break it down into smaller, bite-sized tasks, you can boost your ability to concentrate and focus on specific tasks. That's true. If you focus on just one little thing, you can just knock it out. It's when you got one... It's kind of like my desk. On my desk, I have... Right now, I've got about 12 things on my desk strewed about... Some on top of each other, and they each will take about 30 minutes. No, each will take about 15 minutes to do and close out. Mm -hmm. However, I do not just sit down and dedicate the 15 minutes to each task to close out the 12 tasks. I could be done within four hours. Instead, I just keep piling up stuff. I like had a dream about this. Very weird. Anyways. When, like when? Like what? Dream about what? 
like you and I planned out just 25 minutes just to like finish the little things that have been on our desks. Huh. You know, that would be smart. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Number nine. My favorite. Make a to-do list. I love making to-do lists. Yeah, it's fun. And number 10, focus on similar tasks. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, group them together, do them one at a time. This makes transitions smoother, and you may find that you get a lot more done by not jumping from one type of task to another. Hmm. Damn. I love all of that. That was really good. Okay, do you want to want to do you want to know why I did not like the other one? Yep, let's hear. Number one is assess your mental focus. Shut up! What does that even mean? I don't know. Number two, eliminate distractions. Okay, obviously. Number three, limit your focus. What does that mean? Four, live in the moment. Okay, I'll give him that. Five, practice mindfulness. This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Six, take a short break. Seven, keep practicing. Oh, it does, once you click on it, it does uh, kind of go into it. We should report that article for misinformation. So what is, assess your mental focus. Let's see. Does it tell me to take a quiz? Just don't. Oh, nope. It says your focus is good if your focus needs work. Okay. You daydream regular. Yes. You can't tune out distractions. Yes, you lose track of progress. I don't know about that. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. What's the other one? Get rid of this article. (laughs) We wasted too much time on it. So the EOS, that was cool. I think we're going to look into implementing that for our our business stable living. I think that'll help a lot. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. What else is is rocking in the world of us? Um, anybody want to buy some properties? Um, sell some properties. Um, Ryan, and I have been talking about doing some wholesaling, some more wholesaling. So maybe we'll be doing some more of that. I think it'd be uh, fun. Less work. Well, different type of work. Less manual labor work. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of cool. Um, Really, I think that uh, the big thing right now is um, getting our office set up so we can start recording videos. Well, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I just meant like the the big thing with the, the two companies mm-hmm. is um, finding like the vision and then implementing an operating system for both of them. Yeah, I've been trying to think about like the vision of this this podcast. This- this tutors of life. Oh, I like that. I like the sounds of that. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to think of like what I want from it, but sure. I feel like it's not just a me thing. Like it's an our thing. Well, hold on. But in visions, there is you, us, and us. So like you, you need to get what you want out of it, and I need to get what I want out of it, mm-hmm. and then we need to come together to make those a reality. Mm-hmm. So that's just like personal visions. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wrote my personal vision. Now you need to write your personal vision. And then we come together and go, how can we achieve these together? Our personal vision with this podcast or like with In, life? Life. Okay, got it, got it. Well, then, then we would also do that with this. This, um, yep, yep. That's cool. I haven't, well, I think it ties into my regular vision is um I want to coach i want to coach people mm-hmm. um and and i want to be a a source of information by being a lighthouse right mm-hmm. so this podcast for me is i give out information whether you guys like it or not whatever but he, he still gives it i still give the information i am here like a lighthouse Every god dang week talking to you folks. And um, and I, I just give out the information. And that is um, that is what I want to do. I want to be able to help people like that um, in, a, in a free realm like podcasting, blogging. But then I would also like to do coaching down the line um, and get paid to coach. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I, I think what I like about coaching is like, 
charge more, work with fewer people. Because anybody can subscribe to somebody for a little fee, right? And, or you don't even got to subscribe to someone. You can just go on YouTube and get so much information. So much information, okay? Stupid amounts. But the act of, you don't get like much one-to-one -one time with those people. Right. You just get to watch their videos or maybe you do a little meeting with them or a little phone call, whatever. I'm talking like, our, our, similar to what our job coaches do, Ryan Mine, Josh and Audrey, is um, like actual sessions, meetings, hour-long meetings, going over things, making plans with people, um, and, and helping them develop themselves and charging a, a rate that makes people buy in. Because if you're doing it for little money or you're doing it for free, people are not going to take it as serious. It's just as ridiculous and stupid as that is, it's a thing. And so, go ahead. What are you thinking? Are you saying we should charge for our podcast? No, of course not. Okay. You can't charge for podcasts. Podcast, no, I'm saying like coaching. So like meetings with you. So yeah, like having like like phone calls. So you'll never give out stuff. your best info on podcasts? No, absolutely. I'll give that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell people every which way to make money, everything they can get for free just by listening to the podcast, reading the blogs, they get all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The the part of coaching, which is what I want would like to get into, but before I can become a, a coach and, and do those things and charge those things, I need to prove it to everybody, leading by example, that I've done it before or I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so through more years in business, and, and growing my knowledge base, then I, I'm going to give all, I'll give all, all the info I have to people on how to make money, do whatever for free. You guys can listen to this stuff, grab dinner or grab lunch, dinner with me, whatever, and tell you whatever you want to know. Now, the part of coaching is you get one-to-one -one deep analysis of that person's specific business or goals job or like career whatever they want to do so they get like a deep analysis of how to make that specific thing work and then they get the accountability piece where you meet with them and you're holding them accountable and so it's it's like very beneficial for the individual getting coached because they get like undivided attention they get accountability and they get like training specific to what their career is. Mm -hmm. So that's the because it's much more personalized. It's it's personalized, and so that's why I think would be fun about about coaching. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as like giving out knowledge and all that, I just like to do that on here. A lot of the stuff I just go on and BS and, and mess with you because it's really fun. Um, but then we'll throw in some information for people. Are we gonna? Yeah, I guess some of our podcasts are much more serious than we have other ones that we just kind of hang out. Yeah. I just like hanging out with you. It's just fun. Fun to, fun to banter. I like interrupting you. Do you like when I do that? I absolutely love it. Yeah. That's good. Because it ain't going to stop. But, um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about the whole, like, uh, that, that would be my idea. So I would have to write down my vision more of, like, Maybe like how we can reach more people, um, how long and what kind of stuff I want to learn to before I start offering coaching mm -hmm. or putting together coaching plans, stuff like what I, yeah, what like maybe things I will do and learn from other coaches to implement. Um, so putting together a vision of like how I want that to look. Mm -hmm. And then working towards that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think for yourself? I don't know. I've always told you, like, I really like the idea of, um, I don't know, just having, like, a company where we can, like, have a good workplace for people who have, like, creative minds like us. So people that 
want to just write things that can help people or I, I don't know um I've always liked there's a couple of comp- couple companies that I've watched their videos and read their posts for years and years and it just always seems like such a fun place to work and it's such a fun and happy environment and like one of the places I a lot of people have been coming out that it's actually a really stressful place to work and um uh, that's why so many people have been quitting but a lot of people still do stay there mm-hmm. um so that makes me sad that there are people with these wonderful creative minds that are stuck at these jobs that really stress them out and don't make them happy um so yeah i just want to be able to make a company or have a business where we can let people do what they want and be happy with mm-hmm. it hmm just kind of my idea. Okay. I need to really refine it and make it more of a specific goal, but... Yes. That's just kind of my broad vision right now. So you want to have employees mm-hmm. who can be creative at work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Just got to figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. But, um... I think creative people in a space like this, you can definitely have like somebody operating all the like social media cameras, doing all the editing and stuff. That's a very creative position. Mm-hmm. Having people like researching and coming up with like helpful tips and habits. Even like just people like doing research for us, like, you know how we've talked about it'd be really cool for us to dive deep into something Mm -hmm. and go do it and do it for a while Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, like we've been doing this for six months now, like here are our best tips from it. Mm -hmm. Like think how cool that'd be if that was your job, like Mm -hmm. you just dedicated like a couple months span to this one thing to find like the best research for like normal people. That'd be cool. Uh-huh. Be really cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. But yeah, I don't know. I think... Because I, I kind of combine... Um, I mean, I guess I'll name the companies, but like BuzzFeed and Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, BuzzFeed does a whole bunch of YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to do all the quizzes mm-hmm. for everything. Like, I don't know. What Disney prince would you marry or something? Mm-hmm. Um, but BuzzFeed's one of the ones that um, people, yeah. people keep leaving and um, saying that it is it is a stressful place to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rooster Teeth, I love watching Rooster Teeth videos because mm-hmm. they're just a company that, I mean, obviously like they have their issues, but all companies do. Mm-hmm. But they just post so many like fun videos and they actually like love working with each other and. Um, yeah, I just enjoy it. Like, they literally, they have cameras just in, like, all their main areas at all times. And they just post funny shit that just, like, happens throughout the day just naturally. Like, it's not always, like, a gig to them. Mm-hmm. Do they have just one of the owners works with them, right? Uh, Two. Two of the owners. Two of the founders. Mm-hmm. Two of the three founders. Okay. Do, like, work with the people. Mm-hmm. Um. Gus is more involved than, um, no, I guess I wouldn't say that. Because Jeff has been more involved again. Mm. Recently, he's been more involved. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I guess it just depends what it is. Jeff isn't in as many, like, videos, Mm -hmm. but with, like, podcasts and stuff, he's a part of a lot of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I would definitely play the Jeff role. Just be a part of podcasts? And stuff, yeah. That other stuff just doesn't knock it from my boots whatsoever. Really? That stuff just looks absolutely miserable. If Dude. I had to work in an environment like that, I would I would make it like two, three weeks. I just watched a video the other day that they made their own um, like Mario Kart track around yep. their new building. Uh, with a, They were like these little carts that attach to um, the hoverboard things. Okay. So there's four of them racing around... Or was it was a relay race, so eight in total. 
but they're just like racing around the building like while people are working. They're just like driving these carts around. That doesn't sound safe. Dude. Well, eh, what They're racing hoverboards? They're they're the go-karts that attach to the hoverboard. So they're sitting down on a hoverboard. On a hoverboard. Oh, okay, that sounds safe. Mm, and they had the helmets and pads. I thought and stuff. you meant they were like on a hoverboard pulling pulling a cart. No, so that no, 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 super no. Unsafe. no, 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 no. But yeah, I don't know. Just see, that would be just so much fun. Just like hanging out with your friends and just bullshitting like that. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really fun on a podcast. But I'm just a very refined man. Day to day, you would not want to do that every I, single day. I couldn't do that day to day. I would just be like, hey guys, it's been really cool, but how about you just leave me the fuck alone for a bit? And then like, yeah, I just couldn't. So do that's that. where we gotta have like an office building where like your office is just off limits, and it's nowhere near anything, so it's can't hear anybody. But when you want to go have fun, you're right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's my dream with this uh, podcast and blog. I don't know if it's going to happen, but... Yeah. Might as well dream big, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, Sean, we've made it to 50 minutes. Yeah, gang, here's, what, here's the deal. We came on here with zero topic, and then we came up with some random topics. So I hope you enjoyed. Next week, I'll update you on... Just how much I die, and uh, and that'll be that. Maybe the next one will be on mental strength because that is going to be literally all that gets me through this. I won't be able to contribute much, but I am there supporting you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, check us out on tutorsoflife.com. Check out our blogs on there. Check out our Instagram to see how Sam and I had to do this podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Oh, thanks for Hazi and Dan with your only questions. Yes. No one else asked any questions. Thank you guys for our, asking questions on our Instagram, UDOGs. Anyways. Okay, bye.